All right, we pick up on the bottom of thirteen B Yud Kimo Amud Bet, and uh, we had been discussing the burial of Moshe Avikvor Oto Begayb Eres Moav Mul Beit Vor. It says he buried him in the valley of Moav uh, opposite Beit Vor. Amar Avri Brechia Siman Betoch Siman Filohaki Loeda Ish It Kvurato. It says he buried him in the land of Moav near Balp. Or no, no person knows of his grave uh, to this day. So Brecha says even though there, there's there's signs and signs very you know, it seems to be very clear, uh, we don't know. Uh, no one knows where his grave is. Uh, the evil kingdom which is the Romans uh, as a rule. Uh, Eitzel, um, Gastra shall bait poor. They send a garrison uh, to bait poor, and it says Harenu Hekan Moshe Kavur. They said show us where Moshe is buried. Maybe they wanted to to make sure uh, that the Jews didn't go pray there, uh, because otherwise uh, that could have been. Uh, you know, we saw that a few days ago that Moshe had this attribute of uh, of of netzach, of everlastingness. Uh, anything that uh, he did uh, was not destroyed, and therefore we may have thought, well, maybe they could go and protest against the Romans, and then the Romans wouldn't be able to destroy uh, the Jewish people, which is what they wanted to do. So they tried to find out uh, where the the, the um, uh, burial place of Moshe is. Amdu uh, Lamala, when they stood on the upper part of the mountain, Nidmei Lahem Lamata, it looked as if it was below. Lamata, but when when they stood below, Nidmei Lahem Lamala, it looked as if it was above. Nechlekulu Shleikitot, and they split up into two uh, uh, different uh, uh, groups. Ota Shomdim Lamala, Nidmei Lahem Lamata, Lamata Nidmei Lahem Lamala. So still, even when they were standing there, uh, it looked those that were standing above it looked like below, and those who were standing below it looked like above. Lakiyim Marshal. To come along and fulfill uh, the prophecy of Loya Daish at Kurato, no man knows of his grave. Uh, um, okay, so uh, it would seem that also uh, I've forgotten in whose name Rabbi Rosner said, but uh, there was uh, an opinion that uh, he. Um, was uh, uh, that uh, that the grave itself uh, was like the ark uh, as well that actually never took up any space. The Aaron Kodesh uh, never took up any space uh, inside because it was so spiritual and so uh, uh, you know so, such. Uh, Moshe had refined himself so much uh, that he was just spirit uh, and therefore uh, th- th- didn't take up any physical space. So that's why uh, it's not just. Uh, uh, that they didn't know it. Actually, there, there's no space involved, so that's why you can never find it. Rabbi Chama, Rabbi Kanina, Rabbi Chama, the son of Rabbi Kanina, says, "Ach Moshe Rabbeinu, Eno Da Hechen Kavur." Even Moshe Rabbeinu uh, doesn't know uh, where he's buried. Uh, it says, "Ktiv uh, Hacha," because Vloyada Ish Et Kurato. No man knows of his grave. We know that Moshe Ktiv Hatam Vazot Abracha Asheberach Moshe Ish Elokim. Uh, with, and this is the blessing of Moshe, and who calls him Isha Elokim, uh, the man of God. So he calls Moshe Ish. Uh, so we have the Gezer Shavu between Ish and Ish, and even Moshe himself, the Ish, uh, doesn't know of his own grave. Uh, and, uh, and and that is also uh, maybe the concept, as you just said, of Moshe. You know, there's it occupied no physical space, uh, and and therefore that's why Moshe doesn't know where he's buried. Uh, and also, it could be uh, that Moshe purified him, himself so much. Normally, uh, the understanding is apparently what happens is that the the soul uh, kind of hangs around a little bit, uh, uh, you know, because connected uh, to the the earth, and it hangs around uh, a little bit, you know, d- d- before the burial uh, and. And, and stuff like that, and maybe even for the few, first uh, couple of uh, the, the shiva and then the shloshim, uh, and eventually starts moving away. Um, 
from uh, the area where it was. But now Moshe uh, was had purified himself uh, so much that he just went up straight into the highest levels uh, of, of, of Shemaim uh, and Olam Abba, and he had no connection whatsoever uh, to the world. So even he didn't know. Uh, it became uh, irrelevant to him uh, immediately uh, where he was buried. So that's why he doesn't even know himself uh, where he was buried. Uh, another comment, buried next to In order to atone uh, for the sin that happened at Beit Por, uh, at Baal Por. Baal Por obviously was where uh, the whole incident with um, Shlumiel, uh, uh, um, I mean, Cosby and Zimri uh, happened. Uh, and that's it. So, uh, so that was... Uh uh, th- that was that, and then uh, you know, the, the sin happened, and then you know, Moshe, uh, you know, <coughs> I mean, uh, not to, uh, Pinchas uh, came and, and stabbed the two of them uh, together. All right, um, and that was uh, uh, Cosby and Zimri's, uh, the end of Cosby and Zimri. Anyway, so that, that was that, and Moshe is buried over there. So Moshe says, listen, uh, Moshe's bones weren't taken to Israel uh, in a location you know, that seems to be reminiscent of the sin of the Jewish people. Uh, and uh, specifically next to Bap Or, because uh, you know the, he's it acts as a kind of uh, atonement for the sin uh, that that was done there. All right, Tosfot says actually there's a midrash every year uh, when uh, the uh, anniversary of of Bap Or, an angel uh, tries to come along and uh, and and uh, criticize the Jewish people, and the presence of Moshe prevents this. Okay, and uh, and Moshe uh, is is you know is like as a counterbalance uh, to that is buried there. Uh, although I didn't see anyone say it, maybe that's the same idea. Uh, my uh, Yosef, similarly, uh, the sin of Shechem was a uh, very, very severe sin, uh, and maybe that's why Yosef is buried back in Shechem, as we uh, saw uh, yesterday, that, that Yosef was buried in Shechem uh, to, to counterbalance maybe uh, the sin of his brothers selling him from there as well. It says he was returned to that place. All right, uh, that is that. All right, Amar Chama Bab Rabbi Khanina, Rav Chama, the son of Rabbi Khanina, says, What does it mean after Hashem you should walk, etc.? And you know, you should walk and you should fear, you should keep, you know, you should serve him and you should become close to him. How could a person walk after? The Shkina, but it says about the Shkina, Ki Hashem Rukecha, Eishochla, who, how can a person walk after fire? Because Hashem is a very uh, fierce fire, and you can't come near uh, fire. So, so how can you, um, uh, do uh, do such a thing, uh, and it says uh, so. Therefore, uh, how should you understand this? Ella lahalach achar midotav shalakadosh baruch hu. You should go after the midot of hakadosh baruch hu. Uh, and it says mahu mabisharim. The same way Hashem clothes the naked detective. Avias Hashem lokim Adam leishto ktonet or v'yobashem. Uh, the same way Hashem uh, made for Adam uh, those garments of skin, and he clothes them. Uh, and he clothes the naked. It says, "Afata halbish aramim." You should also clothe uh, the naked. Vakadosh baruch hu b'kerecholim. Hashem visits the sick. Tiktiv v'yar alav. Hashem elonei mamre. Hashem appeared to him 
uh, with Avram after the Brit Milah, uh, after he had, uh, uh, you know, in, in to come along and visit the sick. Uh, so too, you should also do Bikurkulim. You should also visit the sick. Hashim comforts the mourners. Hashim after Avram died, the Yitzchak came and blessed his son. You should also comfort the mourners. Hakadosh Baruch Hu kaver meitim Hashem um, uh, buries uh, dead. Uh, it says dictiv akvora oto begai. You know the same way Hashem buried Moshe. Afata kaver meitim. You should also uh, come and bury uh, dead as well. All right. Uh, so um, so we see. Uh, you know, you should you should do things that Hashem would do. So Maral says, listen, uh, these actually are all do you know with with chesed, kindness, etc. And people should uh, emulate them, and they should not do uh, things that uh, you know. Hashem also says, kel kana. Hashem is jealous uh, and and vengeful, seemingly in certain places when it comes to idolatry. Uh, so therefore, uh, you only do the good things over here. And Yaakov says, no, listen, you might think uh, that doing this is is beneath your dignity. So we see even Hashem. Uh, does these things uh, also you know wh- why uh, is the the example of the chesed um uh, you know uh, that um oh, we will see that uh, in a second uh or uh, adam and uh, and Chava, Rav and Shmuel, Rav and Shmuel have an argument about this, Karamar, Davar Abar, or something that comes uh, from uh, skin, so he made them clothes of skin, uh, it says, Karamar, Davar Haor, something that the skin benefits from, like like a wool, or something like that, so either it was animal skins, or else it was uh, wool. Alright, Darish Rav Simlai, Rav Simlai said, Torah, Tzikilato, Gimilot Kasadim, Vosofo, Gimilot Kasadim, at the beginning of the Torah, is kindness, and at the end of it, is kindness, as well. Okay, Tchilata, Kimilar Kasrim, the beginning is kindness active, Via Sashem and Akim, Adam, Nishto, Kutonet or Via Bashem, Hashem made clothes for Adam and Chava and clothed them. It says for so Gimlot Kasrim at the end is Gimlot Kasrim as well. Dictiv Vagvor or To Baga, and he buried him in the in the valley, you know, by Moav. All right, so so there, uh, it's interesting, uh, also I've forgotten in whose name Rabbi Rasna said this, uh, but uh, it was a, uh, a uh, the, you know, surely uh, when Hashem brought uh, Adam to cover and uh, and and introduced them and and acted as uh, the, the the bridegroom, as it were, uh, it says he introduced them and he got them married. Uh, surely that's an earlier act of kindness. Why does it say that? Um, uh, it, it it says actually uh, what happens is uh, the greatest kindness uh, is to. Um, uh, do something uh, to someone who actually wronged you, and Adam went ahead and uh, had wronged Hashem uh, in this thing. He did. He really committed the sin <coughs> with Kava, uh, etc. They they eaten uh, the the what from the eights of uh, the Ada uh, the eights of. Uh, and therefore it's a sin uh, they, they committed a sin and still despite all of that uh, the greatest act of kindness is to uh, then say listen uh, I'll, I'll go above and beyond what I feel and I'll still clothe you over there alright uh, going on Darish Rav Simlai uh, Rav Simlai said it's in my nitava Moshe Rabbeinu lekanes l'Eretz Yishal why did Moshe want to go into Eretz Yishal v'chil l'chol v'priya who'd attack did he want to just eat of its fruit uh, you know enjoy the food there l'esboa mitava you know get the benefit of its goodness who'd tarik what does he need it for ela kach amah Moshe Moshe says listen habay mitzvot nitztavu Yisrael many mitzvot were commanded to the Jewish people of Ayn 
and that can only be fulfilled. Uh, all the agricultural uh, laws, etc., can only be fulfilled inside Eretz Yisrael. So I want to do it so that they can all be fulfilled uh, by me. I want to do it uh, so that I can fulfill the mitzvahs and like make the Jewish people. Uh, you know, uh, understand what to do as well. Are you only doing this to get rewards? It says, surely, you know, um, normally, uh, would you know, you're not supposed to serve Hashem for reward right at the beginning, uh, the, the third uh, mission in Pekavot. <coughs> you shouldn't do that, etc. Uh, but yeah, if you do things to do a mitzvah that you're not commanded to, you know, you could even ask for a reward if, if we're looking at that thing. Uh, at, at Moshe even thinking about that uh, it says uh, you know, Hashem says you know you do the mitzvot you'll get a reward he says but I'll say as if you did uh, the reward alright a long verse in Isaiah I'll give him a portion amongst the great he should divide the spoil for the mighty because he's barely sold to death and he was numbered with the transgressors yet he bore the sin of many and he made intercession for the transgressors in other words uh, Moshe was you know not uh, really fit uh, for you know to be buried along with all those sinners as we saw earlier but really he did it uh, he just he, he stretched himself for the Jewish people and uh, and, and Hashem rewarded him accordingly okay uh, means that I will give him a portion of uh, the great means that uh, that he'll get uh, get reward you might think that he'll only get the reward of the later ones not the earlier ones and uh, no he'll get the spoil uh, with the mighty ones okay Yaakov uh, and they were the greatest in Torah even though the Torah wasn't given uh, but they worked out uh, what the, the Torah would want uh, in the situation that's the meaning of the of the understanding that they kept the Torah before it was given uh, because he gave himself over to death on the Jewish people so more uh, uh, because he gave himself over to death uh, it says if, if you don't uh, forgive the Jewish people he says you raise me from your book. All right, uh, that is uh, that is that. Over it, Poshim Nimna, and he was numbered with the transgressors. Says Shunimna in Matay Midbar. He was he was counted amongst those people who died in the desert. The same way he never entered into Eretz Yisrael. They you know they, they never entered into Eretz Yisrael. He also didn't. Vuchet Rabim Nasa. He he bore the sin of many. Shikapar Amasa Egil. He atoned for the sin. Uh, of the golden calf, and uh, he, he interceded uh, for the transgression. Uh, he, he asked that uh, the, the people who, who the sinners uh, that they should be returned uh, in in Shuva. and and Pigia. Uh, literally approaching or interceding uh, is an expression of tefillah, of davening. Pasuk in Jeremiah says, don't pray for the people, don't uh, lift up or cry or pray for them and don't intercede in front of me. So intercession uh, is connected here with prayer. Okay, uh, that finishes off the, the beautiful first chapter, Hadranlach uh, Hamakane that uh, the first chapter of Sota and move on.
as we mentioned, into the second chapter of Sota, uh, which which deals uh, now a lot with uh, going back to the procedure uh, and and exactly how uh, the procedure continues. Uh, and this is going to go into the actual mechanics of uh, of of the drinking. But before that, uh, we're going to see uh, that uh, we offer up a mincha. Uh, offering okay, the mincha offering, as we'll see momentarily, uh, the Mishnah tells us, uh, uh, the, the husband uh, of the sota would bring his wife's uh, um, offering, and it's uh, we're going to see what, what it's made of the barley uh, in an Egyptian wicker basket, uh, palm, palm branches, etc. And he put the, the offering in her hands, uh, she has to hold it the whole time in order to make her uh, tired and, uh, and, and confess, as we saw. Uh, in the first chapter as well. In Kola Menachot Tkilat Sofan Beklishayt, generally all, all all mincha offerings, meal offerings uh, from the beginning that they are consecrated until the end uh, have to be done in a klisharit, in a in a in a specified service vessel. Vazut Tkilat Bekfifa Mitzrit Vosofa Beklisharit. In the beginning, uh, this one is in this wicker basket, this lowly wicker basket. Only at the end is put in a klisharit. Kola Menachot Tonot Shemin Ulavona. All other Menachot. Uh, meal offerings come uh, need oil, olive oil, and and frankincense uh, to be put thereon. Vizu ano tuna lo shemet v'lo levona. This requires neither uh, of, of them. We're going to see because this is, uh, she did an animalistic act, uh, and therefore uh, it requires neither uh, 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 oil nor frankincense. Kolam enachot bow to minachetin. All other offerings uh, come from chetin, from wheat. <coughs> this comes from barley. Uh, and even though you might say, ah, but min kata omer, the min kata omer, afapi, shaba minas orin, the barley, the omer offering, uh, also comes from barley. Uh, and we know uh, you have to go into the, you know, on what we call second night Pesach. Um, we have second Seder uh, in Eretz Yisrael. They, they should be offering the Omer. Okay, uh, it comes from Bali. He ha'ata ba gerish, but this over there is it comes and it's uh, it, it it is finally uh, it, it it is a quality high quality um, uh, you know uh, barley that we bring. Vazu ba kemach, but this one uh, comes as uh, like just flour uh, and and very rough and unsifted. The 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 I think the Omer was done thirteen times uh, through thirteen uh, sieves, so that that was very fine. And, and and very nice flower. Uh, Rabban Gamliel, uh, Omer Rabban Gamliel says no. Kashem she'asiyah ma'aseh b'hema. No, the reason that it's just uh, a coarse barley uh, is because she did uh, an actions of an animal. Kach kobana ma'achil b'hema. So too, her, her offering is like animal food, which barley and not wheat. All right, Tanya. Uh, we learned in a brata uh, says the Gemara uh, Abba Khanin. Uh, so, so firstly, just to mention uh, the the the, the Mishnah uh, doesn't quite uh, the, the way these Mishnahs are are, are read uh, doesn't quite tie up uh, with the actual description in the Torah as to exactly how uh, you know when when exactly is the water drunk? That's a it's a question. Is it drunk after? As we're going to see in a second, there's an opinion that it's drunk afterwards. Okay, uh, the the way it, it seems to be uh, the Mishnah is that she hasn't drunk yet. Uh, we haven't uh, dissolved the water and she hasn't drunk. Uh, so it seems that you offer the mincha first and try uh, tire her out and, and confess before you, uh, you dissolve uh, the curse in the water. Uh, the other opinion is, though, uh, that, uh, that what you do uh, is actually uh, that the, uh, the, 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 the water is drunk first and then the mincha is offered. Okay, so, uh, and uh, there is 
uh, contradiction in those things. So you know the the seemingly the order in the Torah is uh, is the better one. Although Rambam uh, doesn't uh, doesn't necessarily agree with that. Okay, so just uh, bear that in mind. It, 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 it does. Uh, you know, an inkling comes up in the Gemara in a second. Okay, Tanya, Abachanin, or maybe Shum Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Hanan, Abachanin says the name of Rabbi Lazar, Kokak Lama, why do you need to, uh, you know, do all of this? Kadai, like, yeah, Kadai Shitak Zorba, you want to make this woman. Confess. You want to exhaust her uh, so that she would retract and uh, and confess her guilt and then uh, won't die. Uh, just make a comment. If the Torah uh, protects those uh, who actually go against uh, what it does, the Sotu is secluded uh, herself as someone uh, who she was warned against. So whichever way you look at it, it's not a clever thing to do. Uh, so how much would Hashem protect those who do uh, what you're supposed to and do what he, he wants you to do? Uh, why, who, why would you say that uh, they try and make her confess uh, because you want to protect the sota why are you saying you protect the sota maybe it's just because you don't want Hashem's name uh, to be uh, erased in the, uh, with, with a scroll on the scroll uh, and the Gemara answers Kasava Rebbe holds it's too late you've already erased the scroll you've already made her drink the water and now you just have to uh, offer up her minka so we see uh, at least according to Rabbi Eliezer uh, the order is different that she's already drunk the water uh, beforehand Hi, it uh, because it's it's too late. Uh, if it was because of the the scroll and you're raising Hashem's name, it's too late. Uh, she's already drunk uh, the water over there. So we just want to still make her tired. Maybe she'll confess, and she just doesn't. Uh, uh, you know, then maybe uh, that would uh, uh, would protect her and doesn't want her to die. So it's interesting. Uh, according to this understanding, is that uh, uh, that if she admits, uh, then the waters uh, won't have any effect on her as well. All right, so. <coughs> the Mishnah had said, Kola Menachot, or Menachot. Okay, so now we just have a general kind of thing, pretty much unrelated uh, to the Sota, uh, about a Mincha offering, uh, what, what gets done uh, with that. Urumini, is that really so? Say to Menachot Ketzad, how exactly uh, do, we, do we bring a, uh, a meal offering? Adam Avi, Minchat Mitoch. Mincha betok beto, the kilalot shall kesev, the shall have. A person brings his meal offering from uh, his property and he brings it in baskets of kesev, a kilot shall kesev, the shall have of gold and silver. It says, notim latoch, a klisharet, a maktishab, a klisharet. And then he takes it, he swaps it over uh, to a klisharet, uh, to a, a vessel uh, from the temple. Uh, and once it goes into the temple, a uh, temple vessel becomes holy. And then he puts on shemen, uh, oil, and, and levona, and this frankincense, and then he brings it uh, to the kohen, and the kohen uh, takes it, and he, and he puts it, he uh, carries it uh, to the, the mizbah, to the altar, and he brings it to the southwest uh, part of the altar. Uh, and he brings it to that corner. Uh, he says opposite the, the, the corner of the horn of the altar, and that's, and that's enough. Okay, we'll explain uh, all of that in a second. Uh, Mr. Lake, it's a Lavona. 
and he takes out, he pushes the frankincense to one side. And and he takes he takes a kmitza, his three fingers for he dips his three fingers in and scoops it out, uh, the three middle fingers excluding the thumb and the pinky. Uh, so the three middle fingers of his right hand, he takes it out, he scoops out the kmitza from the part where it's very oily, uh, and he says, uh, and uh, he takes it out, uh, one klisharit, he puts it into another klisharit. Uh, uh, and he comes and he plucks off uh, all the uh, the levona that wasn't part uh, that, that was part of the first uh, vessel that he pushed to the side and then he puts it on uh, the on top of the handful and he brings it up back he puts at all uh, the 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 that he did without any frankincense he puts the frankincense on it now and he burns it all on top of the mag and he brings it up and he burns it in uh, the actual service vessel and that's it's burnt up uh, with salt on the fire uh, it says krava uh, comments once uh, that uh, the amount uh, the the is uh, is um, uh, burnt up. Uh, the leftovers, uh, the rest of the uh, the minka offering, uh, can be eaten by the kwanim. Uh, and the kwanim uh, can put inside wine and oil and uh, and honey as well in it, even though that was forbidden to to uh, offer up on the altar because uh, that's like fruit and, and and honey and stuff like that. You're not allowed to offer that up on the altar. Uh, still, when the kwanim eat it uh, in the side uh, room. In the most holy place, uh, they can eat it with thing. Vain asrin ella la uh, The only thing they can't do is make it kamet. We see that it is all uh, <coughs> done in, in a way uh, that it is kept unleavened. Uh, and that is that is that they're not allowed to make it chametz. All right, katanimia. In any case, uh, it says uh, so. That's the whole brata. Uh, now we just analyze it. Katanimia. Uh, in any case, it says bekalitot shall zav bekalitot shall shall kesef bekalitot shall zav. It was put in baskets of silver and gold. Uh, seems that uh, everything else is you know, we'd said that it was initially in a service vessel. Amra papa to reconcile. Amra bekalim harim leklishayit. No, they. They brought up uh, in silver and gold vessels, as these are suitable uh, if they would consecrate them to be clay sharet. And the Gora says, "Miklal the kufa mitrit lo Surely it, uh, it seems the implication is that uh, it, it distinguished between sota and everything else. An Egyptian wicker basket wouldn't be able to be used as a clay sharet. Okay, uh, so then come on, who does this go like? Lo krabiosi brabiuda. Does this not go like krabiosi brabiuda? Tanya clay sharet Hassan shait. Rabbi Posel, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yuda, Machshir. What about a wooden klisharet? Uh, uh, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yuda, Nasi said, no, they are puzzle. Uh, it's got to be like uh, 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 metal. Uh, Rabbi Yossi, the son of Rabbi Yuda, says they are good. So maybe Rabbi Yossi, the son of Rabbi Yuda, would also agree with an Egyptian wicker basket. Uh, no, we say, I feel it, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yuda. Uh, you could even say, I wish it does go like Rabbi Yossi, the son of Rabbi Yuda. Amod, I'm a Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yuda. When did he say that? Bechashuvin. Uh, 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 but you know when he says but something is kashuv, you know it's made of uh, of of wood. Uh, still is something fairly kashuv, and uh, you know it doesn't break easily and doesn't uh, crack it. But something that is so lowly. 
something that's just a basket of palms, uh, that would be very lowly. He wouldn't even go down to that level. Late, late, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Huda, I've grew, nah, le pechachecha. All right, and, uh, and you would say, you know, he would, he, surely he holds the principle uh, of, uh, would you not, would you bring this kind of offering uh, to your governor? Okay, it's Pasuk in Malachi. Uh, we saw this in Sota, uh, not in Sota, in Sukkah as well. We also said, would a person uh, bring a, a lame uh, animal up or anything like that? Uh, it's a disgrace <coughs> to bring something so lowly up to Hashem. All right, so so therefore you can't bring that type of thing uh, to uh, the the Beit Hamikdash, and even Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Huda, who would allow a wooden vessel, wouldn't allow uh, this this wicker basket. Um, okay, so uh, we see that uh, we, we carry on uh, discussing the brata and then in Klishayitz you put it in a Klisharit and you uh, uh, sanctify it for Klisharit in, in a service vessel. Shematimina, Klisharit and Maktashim, Elamidat. Do we learn from here uh, that you have to have intention uh, once you put it in? Because it seems to say Klisharit and then Klisharit. So maybe you have to have explicit intention. I am not in Klisharit, like Tushar, but Klisharit. No, he just puts it in in order to sanctify it uh, therein. Okay, so we can't learn out uh, from there that you definitely need intention. Uh, all right, the Brata continued. Uh, you put oil and frankincense in Shema, Vyatsakalea, Shemin Vodim, Alea, Lovana. The Pasuk says, chapter 2 in Vayikra, verse 1, uh, it says, anyone brings uh, Mincha, uh, should be a fine flower, you put oil on it and put frankincense. Municha, it's a coin, you carry it to the priest, active, Vayavu, Alakoi, Bena coin, verse 2. Two in Vayikra, uh, you should carry it uh, to the Kohen. The Kohen Marcha etzel mizbech. The Kohen carries it to the altar. Etzel vigusha etzel mizbech. Chapter uh, two, verse eight. Uh, it says you should bring all of these things. You bring it to the altar. Magusha v'kren dromit maravit keneged chuda shel keren vadio. He brings it to the southwest horn uh, of the altar, next to the corner of the horn, and that is enough. Minalan, uh, where do you know that from? Adjective. Uh, chapter six in Vayikra, verse seven. Vozotarat amikha karavotar bnei Aaron lifnei Hashem al pnei Mizbech. It says that uh, the sons of Aaron should offer it in front of Hashem. Um, talking about there's a law of the of the mincha. Uh, it says uh, you should the children of Aaron uh, should offer in front of Hashem in front of the altar. So what is in front of the altar? Tanya lifnei Hashem uh, in front of Hashem. Okay, Yachol uh, Marava. You might think on the western side of the altar, uh, because uh, the 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 Holy of Holies uh, <coughs> stood on the most western side of it. That was in the Heichal, uh, and the altar uh, stood outside uh, the Heichal, just outside the Heichal. So you might think uh, that uh, you'd bring it over there. Uh, therefore. <coughs> you bring it on the western side. Tamud Lamar El Panay Hamizbach. You bring it to the face of the Mizbach, uh, and, and and the face of something is where the front of it. So that's in the front of the altar, where the altar uh, was on the north south axis, uh, and and the ramp of the altar was on the south, leading up to the altar. So the face of it uh, is on the south side. E El Panay Mizbach Yachol and that's what the Gemara asks. If it's on uh, to the face of the Mizbach, uh, the altar, you might think that is in the south. It has to be uh, in front of Hashem. So how do you how do you reconcile these two verses? No, what it means in front of Hashem is the south uh, uh, western part of the Mizbech, uh, the corner of it. So that that uh, puts you on you know uh, it's both south and west, uh, and therefore uh, it accomplishes uh, both 
things, uh, uh, both uh, attributes over there. Rebbe Leizer, says, or Maybe uh, you could have offered up on the western side or on the southern side. You've got a choice. Amata, any time you find two verses, if one, uh, what you do fulfills the one and as well as the other, and one fills, uh, it's, uh, fulfills its own verse, but uh, nullifies the other one. When again, it became at more vital or should rather uh, do the one, uh, leave the one uh, that uh, fills, fulfills itself, but doesn't nullifies the other. And you should grab hold of it. The one that fulfills both. If you say the front of Hashem is the west, Vitla. Uh, bitalta, uh, ipanam is back. Well, then you nullify uh, the the front of his back. But Aram, because uh, Pinam is back the Rom, and when you fulfill uh, Pinam is back, you bring it on the south. But Aram came to Lifna Hashem Bamarav, and you also fulfill uh, the the in front of Hashem uh, in the west as well. So how Kate said, how could you do that? Uh, it says So what you do is you bring it on the southern side. Uh, of of the corner, uh, where have you fulfilled that? If you bring it on the south side, surely that's not the west in front of Hashem. Amarav Rashi, Kasava Hatana, Kulam is back, but Tzavon Kai. There is a dispute uh, as to where the actual Mizbah was. According to this, says Ravashi, this Tana holds uh, that the whole altar uh, was in the north part of the temple courtyard. So actually, when you go to the southern part of it, you're actually uh, to the west. So the whole uh, uh, altar, there is some, most people put it in, uh, the altar uh, in the center of uh, of uh, where, uh, the opposite the Kodesh Kodashim. Uh, so it, you, you fulfill, you know, the, it's actually the whole western side is there already. But the other opinion is uh, that uh, if you uh, the, uh, push it much further north uh, so that when you come out the Kodesh Kodashim you would come out of the Heichal uh, you would get to the, uh, to, to the southern side of the altar so the west and the south uh, fulfills both of that uh, that is Rav Ashi's view so my video, uh, what does that insufficient mean? Because that's what the Brata said, and it is sufficient. Amar Rav Ashi, it's Rich. So yet we need to say that. What might you have said? Tibai Hagashat Minka Gufa. Maybe you would make the 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 coin bring up the offering itself uh, without the use of a vessel, without any klisharit. No, you can bring it in a klisharit. Uh, why don't you say uh, that uh, you bring it up? Uh, you know, in uh, uh, without you know by his hands, not with a klisharit. I'm a and of a coin. It says you bring the offering and it should be presented uh, to the Kohen you should bring it to the altar. He should take to the altar. The same way you give it to the Kohen in a vessel. So too, he brings it up in a vessel as well. It says uh, the Brata continues. He pushes the Levona uh, to one side. Uh, you're not allowed to take a kmitza uh, with any frankincense inside. Uh, as we learned in the Mishnah in Menachot, Kamet Vala Biado, Sor or Garor Melach or Koret Lavona Paso. If you do kmitza, you took out the handful and a pebble or grain of salt or a little crumb of frankincense comes out in your hand, it is invalid. So you all has to be flour or flour and oil. And it says, Komet Makom, Shirit Brashmana. Uh, and then he um, puts uh, the the hand for the place where the oil is for Miladan. Where do I know that from? Akativ, Miss Miss Salta, Miss Shamna. 
it says from the place of the fine flour and the oil. Uh, so they're two, the same thing. And you should, uh, that, that's verse 2 2 in Vayikra. And then it says you should make, you burn it up. Uh, it says, and the oil. Also, the, the, the fact uh, you should you take it out and burn it uh, from the place uh, where there is a lot of uh, water. Uh, I mean, a lot of oil. All right, and he puts it into a klishayet and he sanctifies a new klishayet. Lamali, why do I need that? Hi, Kitsha, Kharazimra, he's already sanctified it once when he brought it to the temple. And we say, Mini, to have a Adam, Dam, Algav, the Kirishata. So the same thing with the same word like the blood of the offerings, uh, even though. Um, Dam Avagav the Kitshata Sakin Batsavar Bahima, even though the knife sanctified the blood by, by touching the neck of the animal, because uh, the knife itself is a Klisharit. It says Hara Makdish Lay Baklisharit. So too uh, the Quran sanctifies when he collects it in the Klisharit Hachanami Loshna uh, and there's no difference over there. Uh, all right, uh, it says he gathers up the frankincense and he puts it on top of uh, the comets as well. Uh, how do you know that? Uh, he gathers all the levona uh, that was on the mincha. Okay, uh, that is chapter 6, verse 8 in Vayikra. All right, so we are in the middle of the brighter, uh, but still uh, we will stop there, uh, being the end of the dash. Everyone should have a great day.